lava markets do continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines. Vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission a leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff talk to under go to skinonskins.com that's s-k-i-n-o-n-s-k-i-n-s.com you just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather go see under everything is handcrafted and understated quality fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs he also does fixes maybe you love that jacket he'll put the zipper back in Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check them out at SkinOnSkins.com. LSD FAP. Acid and fapping, fapping and acid. Acid fapping, fapping and acid. Fap, 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 acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. What is flat black plastic what could it be it's exactly what you think it is flat black plastic vinyl records round played mixed all for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto Amazing artist, music DJ, vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. Yeah, hey, it is six o'clock. It is time for the happy hour, the happiest happy hour of ours with stand up comedy and all that kinds of stuff. We're kind of waiting for the throngs of comics to come in. We got a show at seven o'clock. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, hanging out here at mutinyradio.fm. This is our last outdoor show for a long time. Uh, this is our 44th show tonight, and it's going to be the last until January 4th when San Francisco opens back up. Hey, everybody, stay safe, and we're locking down. Monday morning, outdoor dining, stopping, scary. But don't worry, this weekend you can still have fun. Socially distanced fun in parklets that are still six feet apart, because remember, only 160 people have died in San Francisco. We're doing things right, yo. So come on out tomorrow. It's 2 o'clock at Atlas Cafe on 20th and Alabama. We're going to have a great, great show. It's called The Titans of Comedy. Come on out, get a delicious sandwich and a cup of coffee, and listen to hilarious comics. Matt Gubser will be headlining. Also, Zorba. Uh, really great Bay Area comics on that show. Also, Peter Struckmeyer and Vishal Call and me, Pam Benjamin. And on Sunday, 
Get your tickets now. There's only 34 seats available because they're all socially distanced and wonderful at Resolute Wine Bar on 678 Geary. Wow, oh wow, what amazingly, deliciously curated wines they have. And uh, you should come hang out with us this Sunday at 2.30, headlining Tony Sparks, Tony Sparks. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're going to play some stuff here from Mutiny Radio. We're going to be back with comedy all night, well, until 8. And then uh, go be safe, everybody. Remember, every cough at Mutiny Radio started with a dab. The lenses which are viewed and connected through our parallaxy daisy eichel in terms of any being a wormhole to another point, but viewed from the outside all points are visible. Check, check, check. I got a Russian friend and a check one, two. Yeah, that's what it is. All right. We're going to get started here in a little bit. Yay, there's enough comedians we can actually get started. That's super excited. Uh, hey, I'll uh, turn these things down. Take a, take a seat. Be all socially distanced from each other. Wear masks for safety. Yes. And uh, no F swears since we're doing it outside because we care about our neighbors and children and their tender, tender ears. Uh, no F-bombs, friends. But yeah, move the chair perfect. You move the chairs in the way that you like, socially distanced from one another. That's wonderful. Wear masks. Remember, no one will give you crap for not wearing a mask if you're eating or smoking. So uh, now I'm a bulimic chain smoker. Cool. That's why I've been... I've been watching that crown thing on the Netflix. I'm really bummed that I burned through the crown because now that we're gonna get locked down again, I'm like, dang it, I got through all the equipment. I just got past the, I was like, Lady D, Lady Diana had an eating disorder. Now I feel so much closer to her. All right, we're gonna be right back with comedy here at Mutiny Radio.
All right, that radio silence meant that we're going to start a comedy show outside right now. Yeah. Yeah, comedians, clap it up for yourselves for being comedians. Yay, yay. It's so nice to have you here right before the shutdown happens. Oh, we're all going to die. It's so funny because I've never really felt fear, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, should I be afraid? <laughs> like, ah! Cool. Uh, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of this list. I'm not afraid of this night. I'm excited. Um, yay. Yay. We're all here. We're all socially distanced. Wear your masks unless you're eating or smoking. Uh, that's cool. Or drinking. Water. Remember, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck. No ducks. You know? No. And we'll go, what does that mean? Uh. People are so dumb these days. I realized recently that my jokes are too smart for like everybody because I, I did this joke the other day. There is only one God and he is the sun God. Ra, ra, ra. And the kids were like, huh? I don't understand why that's funny. <laughs> it's like, and then when you have to explain it, well, Ra was the sun God. You'd think that that'd be pretty obvious. No, is that they don't teach anything on Zoom these days? What are they teaching on Zoom? Copy paste. That's control V, right? No, that's control. That's is it? I don't know. Con no, control Z is delete the last thing you just did, because <laughs> because I'm old. I still have a Hotmail. Like that tells you. Yeah, I'm rocking Hotmail. Yo, same, 
same Hotmail since 1997. It was actually really funny. I was teaching in Davis, California um, at this interesting thing. And the girls, I kept checking my email, and they thought it was a porn site because there's like, Hotmail? Where are these Hotmails? Like, what are you? I was like, this is email. <laughs> this is, it was 97. The internet was new. It was still a series of tubes. I tried to have a long-distance relationship from 95 to 96 with my, who he became my husband or whatever, but I was in San Diego and he was in Davis and we were like chatting back and forth and that was like a relationship. We couldn't even, there wasn't even Skype. Like, how do you, I don't know the FaceTiming now. I'm like, how do you, cool. Anybody internet date? Anybody internet dated? Internet dated? Anybody not internet dated? You've never internet dated either. That's why we have fierce integrity and we're better than everyone else. I also have never internet dated. I baited you into that. I'm better than you. I have a personality. Well, the problem is they used to say like, what do you do on that internet dating? Like you raise the bar or you lower the bar. And see, I just meet at the bar. <laughs> what am I going to do now? I was like, the bar's opened up again. Yeah. But no, they're closed. I'm never going to meet anybody ever it's terrible <laughs> it's so lonely i have a really vivid imagination though i masturbate to podcasts <laughs> before you think it's joe rogan so i don't like that guy not into him at all they're my own podcasts i'm a narcissist i like to listen to my own voice i'm like oh yeah pam get it you tell him you tell him about politics Things you believe. Oh. 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 It's the apocalypse. I always knew I'd thrive in the apocalypse because I know how to denature protein through heat. Like pigeons? The French call them squab. And I am excited to eat some squab. You know what I'm saying? And down the corner, there's this beautiful fig tree. And if I take that squab and I pluck them and I stuff them with figs and I roast them over an open fire, delicious. Apocalypse times. And weed is still essential. So obviously, I'll dip the bird in weed. Okay, I'm going to stop talking because I'm not even, I haven't even, this is the thing. When I do try to talk in front of people who already know me and know all of my material. I'm like, well, I should say new things. And then I'm like, these aren't jokes. <laughs> and then I look back and I'm like, maybe that was a joke. But like, they call it writing on stage. Oh, yeah. All right, here's the list. All right. I'm going to take pictures, too. Look at the lighting setup. Look, see how I finally figured things out right before we have to shut things down? Every picture I've taken from here is like some weird backlit scary zombie movie. And they're like, what are they doing out there? But now people will be able to see your beautiful faces. Uh, your first comedian. I'm super excited to see him tomorrow at Atlas Cafe at 2 o'clock on the Titans of Comedy. Uh, he is a, just a joy and a lover and a wonderment and wonderful. I love everything he does. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Peter Struckmeyer. Yay! Uh. Hi, hi, hi. Okay. Um, I know we should be like super depressed because we don't get to do this like ever, ever, ever again. But there is one thing that we should be celebrating today, and it is the fact that there is new Christmas music from Mariah Carey. 
Uh, yes, she just released Oh Santa with Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson. And it's just like really great and gay. And like, Santa's gonna come and make it my first Christmas. And I don't really have a bit here, but just know that like, <laughs> there is a point in the song where Ariana Grande and Mariah Carey at the same time hit this like whistle note that is like so high that only gay men can hear it. <laughs> Like it goes something kind of like this, like, see, only only they heard it, only they heard it. None of the rest of you heard it. None of the rest of you heard it. Oh. Um, Pam, you mentioned The Crown. I too have been watching The Crown, but I must admit, it's kind of a slow build. You know, like the episode of The Fog almost broke me. Has anyone? Does first of all, does anyone here? Has everyone watched The Crown here? Okay, you've watched The Crown. Um, so for those of you who haven't watched The Crown in the first season. There is an episode where there is fog. And that is the entire plot of the episode. <laughs> like, Queen Elizabeth is like, London has been plagued by a terrible fog. And I can't see where I'm going because it's a dreadful fog. And the entire episode, people are just like walking around London like, oh, I can't see, I can't see. And then like at one point, some chick gets like hit by a bus and dies. Like that's kind of exciting. But the rest of the time, you're just like in the fog. Oh, and spoiler alert, at the end of the episode, the fog goes away. <laughs> Don't know if any of y'all saw that one coming. <sighs> um, now, it's probably for the best that everything is shutting down because I should really be doing more at my job. Yeah, like, it, you know, it's a little stressful, but I'm, like, trying to rise above the hardship, like, the warrior that I am. And in case you're wondering what warrior that is, it's Xena Warrior Princess, <laughs> where uh, I will assume the warrior position, <laughs> and I will un unleash my weapon, which is Microsoft Excel. But no, I, I'm doing a better job of managing stress. Like, I'm creating this new mindfulness routine for myself. Uh, because that's what you do in tech when you are weak-minded and can't actually learn how to do your job. It's like, meditate. Don't actually, you know, develop the skills that you're lacking here. Because when you meditate, you get a free nap in. So uh, whenever I get stressed out during the day, what I'll do is I will go to the mirror. I'll look myself in the eye, and I'll take a deep breath in, and I will scream Christina Aguilera at the top of my lungs. Yeah, hell hath no fury like a gay man singing fighter. Like, makes me that much stronger, makes me work a little bit harder, makes me that much wiser, make me fighter. And then I go about, uh, go about my day. That's it. That's all I do. That's, that, that's what gets me through it. Also, some behind the scenes action on that. My upstairs neighbor can't stand me for the number of times I have sung those vocals before. He was like, hey, bro, can we not sing Fighter at 1130 at night? Which, like, is a fair reaction, right? At that point, when you hear that through the floorboards, you're like, why is Cookie Monster trying to get over a man? And I was like, sorry, I have the Sunday scaries.
but also know that I can hear you singing the Chicago soundtrack from your bathtub every night. So guess who else is too gay for the building? <laughs> yeah, that is my new thing, by the way, is uh, gaslighting straight men into thinking they're gay. And it's great. All you have to do is go straight to their taste in music. Like, every straight guy has that one song that they are embarrassed to admit that they listen to. My friend, for instance, is like a little too into Demi Lovato, Sorry Not Sorry. And when I confronted him about this, he was like, no, like I, I, I saw it in a basketball commercial, you know, the NBA, Kevin Durant, hot guys. And I was like, really? You learned that gay anthem from a basketball commercial? Sure it wasn't from Shangela tucking her dick on RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> also, Kevin Durant, if you're going to be gay, get this right, okay? <laughs> Steph Curry or someone. <sighs> yeah, no, like, it, it's... Like, I'm gaslighting straight men into thinking they're gay because it is quarantine and I need a hobby, okay? Some people are baking bread. I'm making cupcakes. Um, I'm going to quickly try to do this in a minute. Uh, Thanksgiving was recently. Um, I don't know if any of y'all ate anything particularly like Thanksgiving-y for the holiday. I decided to eat pot pie. And, uh, yeah, yeah, except I didn't realize I was eating pot pie. So uh, 100 milligrams later, I was like, where am I on the space-time continuum? Uh, so, yes, I, I, I got high, watched some gay porn, did a little... Uh, 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 had a lot to be thankful for, you know? Some people ate stuffing. I watched it. And that's where I'm leaving you. That's where I'm leaving you forever. I'll see you tomorrow. Peter Struckmeyer, everyone. Yay! Yay! Oh, the stuffing. The stuffing's my favorite part. It really is. All right, your next your next comedian. We don't know, we don't we don't know what he's gonna do. We don't know if he's gonna but it's you. If you're you're gonna do some. You don't wanna play now. You're just gonna do actual. You're gonna do real. Usually, it's, oh wow, this is XLR is making me crazy. Your next comedian. Wow, he usually has a guitar. He's just gonna tell jokes. Everybody, put your hands together for Josh Kahn! Yay! Or um, the bags are okay. Good. Cool. Yay me! Yay Pam Benjamin! Yay Muni Radio! Yay cutting in and out of the microphone! Yay! You guys, I hope we still get to do this again. I put the mic condom on. I don't want to get the microphone pregnant. I put the mic condom on so the mask comes down. I've I've gotten enough people pregnant in this life. I'm done. I'm done doing that for now. We got enough people. Uh, like Pam Benjamin, I also am. I am SBCGlobal.net years old. Um, <laughs> That's, I still have that one. I tell it to people, and they look at me like, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Get with the times. Um, 
And I do have a gay secret song, you know, a song that I like that's too gay for me to like. Um, it's Beautiful by Christina Aguilera, yeah. you know? In the shower, like when I'm cr- when you can't distinguish the shower water from the tears. And I'm like, words can't bring me down. No, no, no. You know, that's my gay secret show. Everybody's watching the baking shows. I don't get. I don't really. I don't really get it. I'm sorry, but they're they're really trying to get to me like any way they can. Creed, the band Creed, has a baking show now. Do you know that? They do. It's called. They they make multi-tiered wedding cakes. It's called Can You Bake Me Higher? Thank you. Uh, yeah, now the shutdown is about to happen. The uh, radio equipment at Mutiny Radio has suddenly gained self-awareness <laughs> on the podcast. Shortly before this, it gained, like Skynet, it, came, it became self-aware. It came online. It gained a sense of self. And I was like, I was like, I was like, YouTube, I want to like YouTube. Bjork talks about her television. And it was like, no, you don't, Josh. You want online therapy. <laughs> and I was like, no, let me watch cat videos. Online therapy loading. I, um, know, you know, knowing what I know now about everything that this lockdown and, and this panoramic has done to us, I think if I was that doctor that discovered it in Wuhan, like the very first guy, <laughs> and they asked me, like, what's your report? I'd be like, eh, it's no big, NBD, you know? Not a, it's cool. Knowing all, knowing all like the, like the financial hardship and everything that the world's gone through, I would just put it on like, yeah, you know, it's cool. I'm trying to get it, man. I'm trying to get it. I'm upset every time that my test comes back negative. What I want to do is I want to get it and then I just want to go find every Karen I can online and catfish him into thinking that I'm white power and then go, go on a date with him and go spit in all their mouths. I wrote a song about it. I'm gonna catch me some COVID and coughing all the white women I see. I'm gonna catch me some COVID and coughing all the white people I see. I'll catch COVID and coughing all the whiteies I see because I am a minority. I'm gonna catch me some COVID and coughing all the whiteies I see. Thank you. <laughs> people get the reference. Okay. Um, yeah, Monday is going to be like a thing, so, uh, enjoy it while you can. Um, so you remember that Carson bit? Here's that Carson bit. Karaoke, fist bumps, senior prom, and Shen Yun rips open the envelope. All things that will be extinct after Monday. (laughs) That's, that's wild. That's wild stuff. One person in the audience that gets the reference, I will take what I can get. Gavin and Karen sitting in a tree. L-O-C-K-D-O-W-N-I-N-G. First comes gloves, then comes distance, then comes the underground comedy resistance. That's not all. That's not all. Mutiny Radio absolutely does not furnish alcohol. Yeah. Woo! It's gonna be, cause it's gonna, it's so it's supposed to be. You can't gather with anyone outside your household, right? But I'm like, how do you know? You can't tell me 
who my, who my family is, you know? The, it's pretty soon it's going to be like Gestapo, like I'm going to be sharing a joint on the corner and the police are going to pull by and they're going to just like point a gun at me and be like, is that person in your household? Are you sharing a joint with someone outside your household? Get down! <laughs> and I'll be like, it's cool, it's my roommate. We already like share a bong and stuff at home. And they'll be like, okay, it's all right as long as it's in your household. And I'll be like, yeah, but it's not weed, it's PCP. And they'll be like, we don't care as long as you're not spreading COVID, goodbye. If you don't have a mask on, like, they're just going to start, there's just going to be tanks that rove the streets with the, it's not loaded up with an explosive shell, just the guns are all loaded up with hand sanitizer. If you're not wearing a mask, they'll just find you, you're not wearing a mask, get down! And just hose you down. And it's not even going to be a tank, it's just going to be a giant Prius. Okay? This is the SF of the very near future. I just arrived here from that point in time and I want to tell you the continuum can't take this man I came up with a million dollar idea okay a fleshlight that tests for COVID <laughs> you just stick it in there and it's like beep, 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 beep. you're good to go bro you could have it like you could program its voice to whatever. You could be like, I want my you don't want my flashlight to be like Australian to be like, beep, 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 beep. yo yo you gotta do great. You're not gonna infect anybody, you know. <laughs> of course, then you'd have to, some people wouldn't be able to get hard and get into the flashlight in order to get tested. So you would have to then start sending out Viagra with the vaccine, just to make sure it was working. Can we just shut the fuck up? <laughs> that is my time. I'm Josh Khan, everybody. See how Josh Kahn is, is in the pocket? He was in the pocket, but then he got loose. Did you see him get loose there? Doing the F-bombs. No F-bombs. We care about our neighbors. This is our 44th show. This is going to be the last one for a really long time because we got to shut it down, friends. Ah! But a 44th show, so that's not bad. I guess we, we've held it down through COVID pretty hard. Uh, Mutiny Radio. There's a little donation bucket here if anyone wants to give me money since I have to be shut down for the next three weeks. How am I going to live? It's okay. It'll be fine. I'm sure that I'm sure that it's print more money. I don't know how the world works. Like, what is it? What happens? They just print more money and then we all have money. Is that how, is that how it works? It's just zeros and ones, right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, if it's just zeros and ones, why not just give me more zeros and ones? I don't know. I like more ones than zeros. Up at the store, they have they have dollar beers. It's so good. <laughs> okay, uh, here we are in the neighborhood, and ooh, oh, there we go. Your next comedian. Uh, he's he's oh, there we go. Did you see that was a near miss? That was like a contact improv like moment, like where that could have been amazing or awful, and it was neither. <laughs> so, <laughs> but your next comedian is amazing. And not at all awful. He's a just a. I don't want to objectify him. Put your hands together. I've learned, okay? The Me Too movement has changed me too. I don't objectify comedians when they come up on the mic. I don't go like, what a tall drink of water this is. I don't do that anymore. I don't do that, okay? Because I'm woke now. <laughs> your next comedian, a lovely human being, put your hands together for Teddy Hole. Yay!
right, all right, all right. I fucking I heard the note. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was just a test to see if it was real. I'm just glad I didn't get Josh Kahn and Mike taking two seconds. And <laughs> I was a little distraught. I heard the note. I heard the note. Everybody at the Whole Foods that I go I live down in San Jose. Everybody at the Whole Foods that I go to in down, uh, downtown San Jose, all the people that work there, they think I'm gay. All right? They think I'm gay. Okay? What's that? Well, yeah, but <laughs> here's how I know I'm not gay. 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 I am so attracted to my sister. All right, she is so hot. I got the hottest sister here. I guarantee it. All right, I guarantee it. And I would do it. I would do it a lot because the first few times are going to be so awkward. All right, but I think that we could get through it. All right. Here's my perfect, uh, perfect relationship. All right. Looks of my sister. She looks exactly like my si personality of my mother. All right. I just love my family. You know what I mean? I'm just like. My mother is so the opposite of me. She's just the nicest person. She's just not that hot. But my sister, oh my God. And this is not incest jokes. This is not, I, I, I feel so bad for saying the F word. I feel like I, I just disgusted everybody in this neighborhood. But I'll, I'll say, this is not incest joke. This is all about symmetry, okay? My sister's face is so symmetry. And her, her, her ass is just, it's just perfect. It's like two puppy dogs with the same DNA just fighting each other, you know? And it's just... And she's a tease too. She gives, she's like, I love you. And I'm like, I love you too. I love you so, oh God. And then she's always just like, where, where are all my panties? And it's just like, you know what, dude? You know what? Just, uh, so annoying. Anyway, the reason everybody uh, thinks I'm at local Whole Foods, all right, is, uh, you know, quarantine started, all right? Quarantine started and, um, and I got a grinder account, all right? Because it's just that. Sh Who here is gay? Who here is? Just raise your hand if you're gay. Okay. You, Jesus. I'm surprised you didn't levitate and sparkle. Like just spin around, you know? <laughs> a rainbow formed. And it's just like, wow, amazing. Here's what happened, dude. Someone, someone offered me $2,500, okay? A man to come over to their house and do sex shit, all right? What do you think I did? What do you guys? No, I went over there to tell that gentleman that I am not gay. All right, I I, I should, and I'm I'm not I'm not gay. And you know what? I stayed for a little bit. All right. <laughs> People get so weird about sex stuff, you know. And it's just like, no, I think we need to learn. Like, if you've never seen a glory hole, I don't want to talk to you. All right, like. The most magical thing ever. I, everybody like everybody nowadays is just like I'm so depressed. I'm so depressed. You want to see some magic? See a dick come through the wall. It is absolutely amazing. Then you want to get real magical? Put your mouth on it. All right. It's not. <laughs> I don't think it's gay. I think it's just fun, right? Um, <laughs> so yeah, here's the thing. People just people getting canceled over sex. You know, people are just like freaking out over sex. You know. Um, and it's just like, you know what? We should be learning from our sexual situations. I learned something in that, that situation. What I learned is if you are going to prostitute yourself, never accept a check, all right? They just... <laughs> that dude got me good. That dude got me good. 
Anyway, I'm kicked off a grinder now, all right? Which is the most metal thing you can do, all right? That is so metal. It's like, dude, I'm so metal, I can't be gay, all right? I got kicked off a grinder, all right? They were just like, you broke our com our community policy. And I'm just like, hell yeah, I did. All right, you can't even, now I'm on a new site. But like, it's, you know, <laughs> it's just not as fun. Anyway, um, happening, uh, uh, some things have been uh, uh, um, um, some things I've been enjoying that I, I wasn't sure that I would enjoy. This is not a gay joke. Uh, this is <laughs> this is not. This is. Do you guys have anybody here have money? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> you slut. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. Not not sure I was enjoying. Okay, so I, I recently, before uh, the pandemic, I would go into a uh, prison. All right, I would go into a prison. I'm sober now. I used to I used to do drugs. All right, I used to do I used to do heroin. All right, before there was an opiate epidemic. All right, which is like way cooler. Okay, and now I have to go like get my blood checked and everything. You know, or like whenever you gotta get blood tested, and they're just like, I'm not sure I can find a way. And I'm like, give me that thing. All right, I'll do it. All right, I found a vein in a porta potty once. You know, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get, get it together and she's like all shaky you don't need to go to school to learn how to inject yourself i'm sorry inject yourself all right you just need to talk to someone in the tenderloin okay talking to talking to a crackhead is the easiest thing to do you have to just remember a few things all right they remember a crackhead is more afraid of you than you are of them all right and you just laugh when they laugh and everything's fine all right <laughs> You give them $5, you, you can smoke some crack. And I, I tell people all the time, smoke some crack, all right? Smoke some crack and do meth. Heroin's a little, duh, you probably shouldn't do that. But meth, oh, magical drug, all right? And it just, anyway, um, what else? Actually, you know, I don't, you know, I, you know what I'm bummed about, speaking of the gay shit? I'm so bummed that Mr. S Leather is closed, you know? Like, you can't go, I wanted to get some new boots, and I can, they're like, no, we're doing, uh, uh, curbside, whatever, you know, and it's just, I used to love to go in there. Here's why I used to love to go into Miss, it, for those of you guys who don't know, Mr. Le S. Leather is a, like, BDSM, like, gay, um, uh, sex shop, all right, and it is the pinnacle of stuff, all right, it is the pinnacle, it is absolutely amazing, all right, it is amazing. I, I wanted to get some anal beads there. I could not find them small enough for me. I'm just, like, impressive, <laughs> gentlemen respect all right i'm just like wow um anyway here's what i liked one one minute okay um here's what i liked about uh going into mr s leather okay is 24 hours whenever they were open okay let's just say 24 7 all right always had a fisting video on all right and that was just i was never Ever, I've never, ever, I've never even gotten, like, okay, I've never even gotten any blood in my dick from watching a fisting video. There's, like, no sexual attraction. It is the farthest thing from my sister that I have ever seen as a fisting video. But it is just the most magical thing. I'm just so impressed. Like, I, here's, here's why I don't think our society is equal. is because there's no fisting videos on ESPN, all right? I, I swear to God, that is a sport. Everybody's like, oh, my God, Michael Jordan could jump from the fire line and dunk a ball with all that space? Yeah, he could, all right? I'd love to see him take a few karate chops to the ass, all right? Like, that is just, I am fascinated. I could watch it for hours. It's like meditation to me. Like, I feel so at peace when I see someone just fisting another man just nonstop. And him just, it's just amazing. Anyway, I'd like to end it on fisting. Uh, thank you, guys. Teddy Hall, everybody. Yes.
course, course fisting drugs. I'm sorry about this XLR cable. I try to fix it. Oh man! Yay! Uh, he ended on sports. I love, I love sports. I love sports. I specifically love right now world premiere soccer. They're actually opening up world premiere soccer to, to audiences now, which is really exciting. Uh, and I love soccer because finally I get to watch hot 23-year-old men make their goals. <laughs> That's what they do for a living. They literally make goals. It's so amazing to watch. Uh, your next comedian, he is also a young man who's making his goals. Put your hands together for Hunter Uniac. Yay! I'll talk about fisting. Hey, I'm Hunter Uniac. I'm Teddy Hill's brother, but he didn't talk about me during that shit. You know, so I was fisting my sister last night. No, I'm fucking with you guys. I'm not. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right, let's do the stuff I want to talk about. Um, monarchy is the worst ever. Mon Can you hear me now? Yeah, monarchy is the worst government ever. It really is. Like, all right. Picture a man, a, a man with a full beard wearing robes all the time, who's living in his parents' house waiting off for them to die. What did I describe? I described a king, not a man-child. There's a difference. You know what's the difference between a king and a man-child? A pointy crown, a pointy piece of metal on top of their head. A king is a crazy man-child. That's all that is. All right. That didn't work. That's what I thought about when I was stoned earlier today. I, um... Watching the crown, yeah. Oh, that's right. You are watching the crown. Can't do it. I, um, I'm half white and half Filipino, which is a hundred. What is wrong with this thing? All right. Uh, let's not do that joke. Well, yeah, it probably is. It probably is. You ever bomb so hard the mic cuts you off and gives you a light? That's exactly what's happening. And then I have somebody in the background giving me directions about how to cut myself off even more. I hate you, Jack. I don't know. Can you guys hear me now right here? That's better. Okay. 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 I love that. The disdain in your voice when you said, can you hear me now? It's like, ah, oh, God, Hunter's up right now. Let's kill this. I, um, I work with my father. You know, so you guys ever work with your father? A little bit? You have. All right, so you know what it's like then, right? Like, have you ever gotten, for those of you that don't know what it's like, you ever get grounded and fired on the same day? Yeah, like I lost my uh, allowance, but I gained severance pay. You know, it sucked. It did. Yeah, but I work with my dad. I work construction, and uh, I'm working at this, uh, at this uh, techie building right now. And I did not know how good techies live until I went to the bathroom over there. They have, um, what's that called? They, I was going to say chloroform. Charmin Ultra. Charmin Ultra. How is that chloroform? No, it's not. I don't know what's going on with my head right now. They have Charmin Ultra to give away in the toilets. I've never seen that. I'm a tough, poor person that just steals single-ply toilet paper. You know, so once I saw that, I started, like, shoving up all the rolls in my pockets, like, taking it away with me, dude. Like, I, and I, I used it. I used it earlier. I didn't know. Like, my, the palate of my taint is so, like, bad. I didn't even know what the nectar of the gods tasted like. And I couldn't tell the difference. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. This is how bombing happens, people. I love it. Now I'm stepping on this. What is wrong with me today? I don't know, too, either, Brady. That's fine. Hey, Brady. Let's play Mary Bank Hill. Hitler, Stalin, or Mao? Uh, God. Anybody want to throw out an answer? You can too. 
Ooh, you cussed. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't have the mic. Alright, so, F uh, Stalin, kill Mal, marry Hitler? You know what happened to his last wife in the bunker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was gay, but like, do you want the ha do you want your relationship to end in a murder suicide? I don't. F yes, you say yes. I don't know what's going on. This is weird. Hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? Yeah, cool, cool. I um, did you fix it, Pam? Thank you. Give Pam a round of applause for fixing this. All right, then boo Pam, because she didn't fix it. <laughs> yeah, I love you, Pam. I do. I, um, I don't want to talk about. It's been a weird day. I've been working in dem demolition. Like, who has ever worked on a construction job? Yay. You have not worked a construction job, Pam. <laughs> That's not the same thing. You have, who is that? Is that Josh Kahn? Is that Josh Kahn? All right. A uh, little fun fact about me: my dad's a meth addict, which is fun. That's not the part to laugh at, Pam. That is the biggest pain in my life, and you just like start shat on my joy. It's all right. I um. Let's do this. You guys like drinking? Yeah. Yeah. A little fun fact about drinking: up until the year 1820, the only way you could have clean drinking water was if alcohol was in it. That's how they sterilized it. That means everybody up until the year 1820 was blacked out drunk. That's amazing. America was founded in 1776. That means the founding fathers of this great country were blacked out drunk when they signed the Declaration of Independence. That's amazing. They were Benjamin Franklin, he wrote a constitution, he invented the stove. How did he discover electricity? By flying a kite into a thunderstorm at four in the morning. That's not a man of science. That's a drunk man <laughs> flying a kite into a thunderstorm at four in the morning. That's why now I have this theory that Jesus Christ was the only sober man up until that period. Do you guys know the story where he fed uh, like 5,000 people with three fish? It's very popular in the Bible. No, we're all going to hell? That's fine. But he fed 5,000 people with three fish and two loaves of bread. You want to know what happened next to it? It says on the Bible. It happened next to a river. That means everybody in the Bible is too drunk to know where fish come from. Jesus says, take my hand. I shall guide you into the promised land. That's him trying to get his blacked out apostle friends home after uh, the bars close at four in the morning in Biblical Bethlehem. I can see him pacing up and down the streets of Biblical Bethlehem just going, Judas! Ju Jesus Christ, Judas. I swear to God, it could be the death of me one of these days. Yeah. I bummed. That's okay. Keep it going for everybody, all right? It's my time. Yay! Oh. It's five loaves and two fish, actually. <laughs> Just so you know. From the real biblical. I read I read the Bible still. Sometimes I sometimes I go home at night, you know, because I'm a feminist and I like read my Bible, finger my butthole so I can like feel the presence of God. You know? Cool. Alright, I'm gonna switch XLR cables to one that's better, this one behind me. Hold on.
S1. Oh, there we go, S1. There we are. All right. Yeah, we got a new XLR. We got it. We got S1 going. Yeah, just, just pulling back the veil for y'all. Sorry about the uh, technical difficulties here at MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Hey, yay, you're all here still. Yay, we're doing comedy. Hooray. Uh, your next comedian coming up. Put your hands together for Brady Pearson. Yay! He's so brave. He was at the Civic Center with us yesterday, and we did comedy for questionably housed people, and it was amazing and wonderful, and he's incredible and so very brave, and I love him so much. Again, no, seriously, there were, it was, yesterday was brave, and Brady's a new comic, like, Josh and I, like, we know, we can, we can, like, yell at people in the street, and we're not scared, but Brady came out and yelled, there were people, like, shooting up heroin, and he was like, yeah, yeah, let's do some jokes, I was like, yes, I love him so much, everybody, Brady Pearson, yay! It's been a while since I've handled something in this shape. Um, excuse me, and now I'm going back into lockdown and I'm not really excited about it. Can you all hear me okay? Yeah? Yeah? I'm all yeah? Up, up? Is that good? Can you all hear me? Sweet. Yeah, I didn't get knifed, ladies and gentlemen. I told big dick sucking jokes and nobody fucking came. Oh, nope. And nobody came for me. It was amazing. I felt secure. And thanks, Hunter, that was really something. Um, <laughs> no, and I also want to say that Jesus was a drunk. I mean, come on. The miracle of wine, ladies. I mean, that man was just a partier. He's a big hippie, man. He's went out, tripping out in the Garden of Gethsemane and listened to voices. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Is that better? All right. I don't trust that mother plucker. Jesus Christ, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I have been so horny in lockdown. I mean, I'm so horny right now, I could suck a dick like a snorkel. <laughs> okay, I mean, my asshole is so overgrown, you need a machete and a lawnmower and, and stuff. I mean, it's like an Indiana Jones movie down there without the Indiana or the Jones. <laughs> you know? Very sad. I mean, I used to be able to order Dick DoorDash, you know. <laughs> used to be able to get that stuff delivered. I was so excited. But now even during lockdown, I'm afraid I'm going to get food poisoning. You get it, right? I mean, COVID. Okay. They're not all going to be winners tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry about that. You know, I've been um, having some fantasies about lockdown, too, and I'm you know, it's so I've been writing my songs. Yeah, I've been trying to write more songs because you know how much I love to sing to people. So it's this is just kind of like a real quick thing. It's just kind of like, let's see, cases rising. In, wait, wait, do do do. Cases are rising in the city. Lots of tests to be done. Don't know if I'm getting some COVID. Let's not have any fun. Good God, we're gonna lock down to COVID Avenue. Mm -mm. Cases getting higher. That's one of them. Um, yeah, I mean, I've just been doing a lot of things, getting really excited, you know, thinking about things like the Brady Bunch and how, like, when I was a little five-year-old faggot, it just really got me excited. I mean, just think about it. I mean, Carol's the ultimate stepmom. 
She's definitely getting it from Greg, man. You know she is, and she actually really did, man. She did. And four men living on their own as if they were all alone? Oh, my God. I thought about that for a long time. What would we like to do some with Johnny Bravo? That'd be really hot. Be on my knees, you know. And um, so then, of course, you know, because I like to sing, because I do, it's what I do now, I decided to rewrite it for the faggotry in the room in lieu of being able to get it on my own. So here we go. Here's a story of a fag named Brady who was cruising for some cock on scruff. <laughs> they sent dick pics to each other, the hottest ones with cuffs. Here's the story when the fag met Brady and he was busy stripping for other boys. All of them were sucking on each other. Hmm, I'll work on that. <laughs> As if they, wait, oh, sucking cock, as if they're all alone. Till the one day when the Brady met that faggot. And they knew that it was much more than a hunch. That this group must somehow have an orgy. And that's the way they all came in Brady's bum. In Brady's bum. In Brady's bum. That's the way they all came in Brady's bum. Ba-dum-bum. -bum. These are my fantasies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's it's not been easy being this fabulous. You know, I wasn't always so outgoing. I was a little fag, you know, a little 16-year-old fag in Chicago. And in the city, you don't have any trees. You don't have anything like that. So I would go back in my mind, and I would think, God, you know, what would it be like to go to an all-boys camp? What could we go? Oh, we could play with balls. Oh my god, yeah, wrestling. It's so hot, we could slide into home over and over again, and the showers could take forever. And at the end of the day, we would gather together with our little shorts and tank tops on, little cut off midriffs, you know? <laughs> And we would gather and sing the Camp Put It In Me theme song from lovely Lake Put It In Me, Michigan. And it goes a little something like this, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I love you, put it in me, put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me, put it in me all the way. On your shores, put it in me. <laughs> I am yours, put it in me. Put it in me every day. And those are my fantasies tonight. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Pam and Mutiny Radio, and I'll see you all next year. Yay! The beautiful shores of Lake Put It In Me, Michigan! Brady Pearson, yay! Yay! It's lovely. I love songs. No, I love songs.
<laughs> I do. <laughs> no, well, so I used to be a poet, but um, there wasn't enough stage time, so I had to become a stand-up comedian. Uh, and uh, no one wants to hear the poem about my third abortion, you know? It's just like, <laughs> so lame. And I've only had two. The third's just for comic effect. <laughs> I've only had, <laughs> I've only had two abortions. That's cool. I only have one regret about my first abortion. Uh, my abortion is older than most of you in the audience right now, actually. I had my first abortion in 1995. Oh, yeah. 25 years ago. 25 years ago, I had my first abortion. And I only have one regret about that abortion. And that's I didn't have the kid, you know. Because right now, I could be having sex with all of his friends. <laughs> What was I doing? What a mistake. Your next comedian. Oh, we're in a gay rock block. Rock block. Yeah. I'm so excited. Your next comedian has given me, uh, I'm wearing four items of clothing, and he has given me two of them. <laughs> so these boots and this dress <laughs> are from your next comedian. He's not just a comedian. He's also my stylist. Everybody, put your hands together for Will Brown. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I just came for the sandwich bags. I need to wrap up Henry's sandwiches. That's what we call them, just between the two of us. Um, Henry and I just drove, I know, against all CDC regulations, we drove across six states to Colorado and back. We passed so many strip malls. And you know, they have those like big signs with all the store. I found my f new favorite story. I thought it was gonna be Hobby Lobby. I've never been to Hobby Lobby before. I was so excited, but it was closed in New Mexico. So we had to go to my new favorite store. Uh, what's the name of it? It's like Michael's Dick Target. Have you guys, so many places is like Michael's Dick's Target. I was like, can I be Michael's Dick's Target? <laughs> That's my new favorite. Um, God, what else? So Pam was going through a witch kick, saying that she was a witch to everybody. <laughs> and I didn't believe it was true until it was her birthday. And I was like, okay, what can I do for Pam for her birthday? I was like, I know, I'll make a batch of my famous kale chips. I know it's a little 2000 late, but I still love some kale chips. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I mixed it all up together and then I put it out on the uh, dehydration rack. I spelled out Pam's name and kale, put them in for like the 24 hours it takes. And then when I pulled them out, goddamn, I mean, it was, it turned into weed. <laughs> That's when I knew Jesus turned wine to water. Pam can turn kale into weed. She, is there anything she can't do? She's amazing. She's amazing. Um, so uh, I'm an older gentleman, older than most people. Maybe, I don't know, me and Brady are like duking it out for the oldest, oldest faggot on the microphone tonight. I don't know who's winning. We both look amazing. I see you, Brady. I see those frosted tips, girl. <laughs> you look great. Um, but so I and I have come af across a few pointers I would like to share with everybody. First of all, um, you know when you're going to Safeway or wherever you're going, uh, before you use the hand sanitizer, you know 
just bite off a cuticle. It'll let you know if they're watering the shit down the way that they water the drinks down. You know, if it doesn't burn, I don't trust it. <laughs> Bring your own BYO hand sanitizer. Um, and then uh, I think that's all the jokes I have for tonight. Thank you so much. I know, it's like, sure. Well, all right. No, that's all. Uh, two and a half minutes? Okay. All right. What can I do? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, my God. I didn't know I had fans. I didn't know I had fans out there. Okay, let me see what I can remember. Um, oh, well I can tell you about my grandpa. So I grew up in West Virginia. I'm an Appalachian gay. Um, and in Appalachia, we had, you know, it's we're poor there. It's basically a third world state. We're, we're number one. We're number one in a lot of things that you don't want to be number one at. Like teen pregnancy, we're like number one. Illiteracy. What up? You know, it's it's poor there, but so you know, my grandpa had three different jobs that he would do. Uh, he was a moonshiner, which was great. He would make his own whiskey. He had a still up in the hills. We didn't know he it was a secret location. And then uh, he was a dent. He was a dentist. Uh, home dentistry. Has anybody ever tried home dentistry? <laughs> I have. <laughs> you, if you have a wiggly tooth, don't tell grandpa. Because uh, what he would do is he would uh, tie a string around the tooth, take the other string, tie it to a doorknob, and then slam the door shut. Tooth extracted. Uh, and then his last job was coal miner, which is where the real money came from, was coal mining. But uh, so when he would like yank your tooth out, he called it a Yankee, and that's how we learned to hate everyone north of the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> and uh, not just the baseball team all the Yankees and um, yeah so uh, yeah that's it I'm done thank you so much for coming out everybody yay Will Brown everybody yay he's back from across the nation traipsing around uh, I've never been to a Hobby Lobby either. I've also never eaten a Chick-fil-A, but boy, do I want to. <laughs> like, I hear I hear that, like, you think misogyny tastes good. <laughs> like, homophobia. Wow, that's the flavor that keeps savoring. You know what I mean? That's what I'm up for. All right. Uh, your next comedian. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up the, the super new guy that nobody knows with the cool red pants. His name is also, yeah, uh, his name is also Peter. I don't know what his last name is, but I'm excited. So you, you can't F-swear. Peter, look at me. Okay, you can't F-swear. Okay, cool. But everything else is fine, and I'll give you the minute from there in a second. Hey, I'm excited. I've never seen this guy before. We're going to see what's going to happen. These are the plastic bags. This is the microphone. Everybody be safe. Cool. Everybody put your hands together for Peter. Yay! Hi. Uh, last night I had a dream where I ate my big black dildo, and when I woke up, I couldn't find my big black dildo. <laughs> if my son is gay, do I just tell him about the bees? 
If my dog could talk, he would say, get your dick out of my mouth, Pete. Uh, a lot of times when you say uh, eat shit to someone when you're mad, uh, it doesn't really have the same effect on my dog. Oh, just do normal stuff. Will do. I'm on the track team for the KKK, and uh, we have a slogan down there. Don't hate the player, hate the race. Uh, I love to do this little thing. I go to Starbucks and I say, hi, I'd like a coffee. And they're like, how'd you like that? And I say, uh, I take my coffee like I like my life's matter. And uh, no one laughs. And <laughs> <sighs> but I get my coffee. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, boy. Uh, <laughs> shades at night. Sometimes if something weird happens to me, I'll turn to the camera and go, well, that's life. But there is no camera. And I'm alone. <laughs> and I live in a world where I think that I live in a sitcom, that the sitcom is about a guy who thinks he's in a sitcom. <laughs> and I turn back to the camera and go, well, that's life. OK. <laughs> All right, I'll leave you on this. Uh, I was at this concert the other day, and uh, these guys came on stage, started saying, uh, playing this real percussive stuff. I was really liking it. This guy uh, next to me, not liking it at all. And at one point during the show, he gets up and he says, God damn it! Get those goddamn colored folk off the stage! And I was like, whoa, buddy, the Blue Man Group is not that bad. <laughs> Thank you. Peter, that was amazing. Peter, that was amazing. Yay! Hot, hot three from Peter. Yes! Yeah! All right. Super hot. A blue man group. I don't know. I don't know. That's our pretty group. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm super excited to bring up your next comedian. I'm sorry. I'm so old. I have to put on my reading glasses to pack my bong. So, like, get, looking at the list is difficult for me. I'm like, oh, there are letters. Like, when I read now, I'm pretty much guessing <laughs> all of the words. But I've been reading so much my entire life that I kind of know what words look like. So I'm, I think I'm guessing correctly. All right. Here. <laughs> Your next comedian, put your hands together, everybody, for Shelby Wilson! Yay! Bags, uh, microphone. Love that sound. I love something crispy. How are you guys? How are you doing? Good. I'm doing good. Um, how stoked are we that it's finally December? Like, it's a month with, like, a real holiday. And in November's a wash. Like, November, there's no good holidays in there. There's nothing for girls to, like, dress up all slutty and go out on the town. Like, you got Halloween, you've got SantaCon. November, there's nothing. There's nothing. Like, there's no opportunity for girls to go running around dressed as slutty turkeys. Like, mm, stuff me. We don't do that. We should, but we don't. So I'm excited it's December. 
and get to be a ho ho ho. <laughs> Easy money. Um, <laughs> I'm actually nervous because I'm going to go back home to Orange County for the holidays. It's a lot of pressure going home to Orange County, especially when you dress like a 90s sitcom lesbian most of the time. Uh, definitely re reaching into the Velma bucket today. Um, but it's a lot of pressure and it's a lot of pressure for me especially, for me more than most people because I'm kind of hometown famous. Um, some people say they assume this about me, but we ignore them. So, hate to drop this on you guys, but I was homecoming queen. I know. <laughs> Stop applauding. It's fine. Um, <laughs> we're big fans of the monarchy in this household. Um, <laughs> so it's a lot of pressure. Like, I got to start wearing makeup again. I got to get my act together because when I walk through the aisles of my hometown Target, I don't want people to say, oh, that used to be the homecoming queen. I'm still the homecoming queen. Thank you. It's an energy. It's not just a title. Thanks. No, I'm really trying to get dressed up when I go home, though, because I'm pretty sure this is the year I'm going to run into my high school ex. Like, he moved to Texas a couple of years ago, but I just do, like, a light stock before I go home every time. Like, maybe this is the year. Maybe this is the year he's coming home for Christmas. I don't know. So it's a light stock, right? It's LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, nothing major. Not even checking tagged photos. I'm not going to end up on coworkers' pages. Like, it's a light stock. It's, it's nothing. It takes me, like, two minutes, not even. So maybe this is the year. No, I actually, so I actually have to put on makeup when I go home because I have to emphasize my face. I'll be seeing my grandma from a distance. So from the end of her driveway, she needs to be able to know who I am. So we need to emphasize these features. My eyes have to pop because her eyes don't see so good. She's 89. So it's good to go. Look, she has to remember my face. That's the thing is I need her to remember my face and my name because she needs to remember it to put it in the will. Right? That's Orange County. You inherit or you die. You inherit or you move to Bakersfield. Yeah, no, I'm trying to stay coastal. Thank you so much. Not, not going to go to Bakersfield, but thanks for all the offer. Um, let's see. Holidays. My mom voted for Trump. So the holidays are extra contentious. I was actually kind of stoked that Thanksgiving was canceled. Um, and it's weird, so like my parents are split, and my mom loves Trump, and it's strange because my mom and dad, like where my dad sounds a lot like Trump, like just kind of out there, my dad's crazy, and Trump sounds just like him, like he's just kind of like blaming people for no reason, he has no evidence, he just kind of like rambles on about himself, he's the best person ever, like it's, there are clear similarities, but my mom is not attuned yet. So I'm just looking forward to Christmas, because I'm kind of hoping that she's going to leave Trump too. Maybe not. <laughs> probably more exciting if she doesn't, right? Like probably there's gonna be a, it's gonna be a juicier Christmas ham if we get to duke it out first over politics. Um, I prepared nothing else. I have no idea how long I've been up here, but that's all I got for the evening. Thanks, you guys. Shelby hates her parents like I do. Yay! No, she doesn't hate them. It's fine. Okay, good. I, I, it's so funny because um, there's some comedians that are like, oh, we've known you for nine months and we're not going to be friends anymore. And I'm like, I haven't talked to my mom in nine years. <laughs> you think, you think I give a shit about you? So cute. So cute. Uh, real quickly, uh, Shelby was talking about Trump. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to miss him, but you know who I'm going to miss? 
Melania? Melania. What's her name? That's the thing. I feel like I've never met her. I don't even know what her name is, and she's already leaving. I'm like, Milan, Melania, Melania. Does anyone know what her name was? Is it Melania or Milan, Melania? Melania. Do you know what the first lady's name is? It's Melania. 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 Yeah, I was like, <laughs> show us on the doll where he touched you. Are you okay? <laughs> like, She never speaks. <laughs> what is... I was just bummed. I was like, the first lady has to say something, you know? Like, I thought that Melania would plagiarize Michelle, you know, and, like, hate fat kids, too, or whatever. Like, remember remember how Michelle made the kids run and change school lunches or whatever she did? That's cool, yeah. And I thought that Melania would just, you know, get right on those coattails, uh, but that she would champion bulimia. You know, it's so good for the economy. It makes the kids four times the consumer. <laughs> they consume four times as much. And then Melania would be known, you know, as an environmentalist because she'd teach the kids to vomit into the composting. Regurgitate, renew, recycle. That is highly acidic. It's going to be great on the wine vines in Napa. <laughs> it's going to be good. You know where she's from? It's either Slovenia or Slovakia. I don't know which one. They, they both border Hungary. And my God, she's starving. Someone feed her. Is she okay? Like, I'm really worried about her health. Cool. Your next comedian, he is a lovely human being. He's very, very funny. You're going to love him so much. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jack Ferguson. Yay! Thanks. I'm going to turn you down a little bit. Turning me down, guys. Let's give it a second. She's gonna mute it. Let me know when. Is this all right? All right, guys. Hey, how are you doing? Um, so there was a like a COVID thing that got passed down today, apparently, right? My phone's been dead, so I have no idea. Um, I'm gonna let you know right now. I don't really plan on complying. <laughs> I don't know. You like I don't really give a shit anymore. You know who else doesn't give a shit? Our government. <laughs> Those guys don't care. It's rules for thee, not for me, right? I don't know. I feel like I'm among fellow scumbags, so I'm just going to talk about it. I haven't been to the doctor since I was 8 years old. Uh my uncle was a doctor, my mom just forged his signature whenever I needed a checkup. That's not a lie. I don't know. I had a friend who he was like, man, like, do you get, are you guys allergic to latex out there? Anybody out there a liar? No. <laughs> no. I had a friend. He was like, man, I think I'm allergic. I'm allergic to latex. I was like, what happened? He's like, well, I usually, I didn't, I never used to use condoms. Then I hooked up with this one girl, and I had to use a condom. And the next day, I had like a rash on my dick. I was like, man, you're not allergic to latex. She gave you herpes. Uh, <laughs> that was. You were just got an STD. Um, well, I don't think he was allergic to latex either. Uh, thank you for Pam and her intimate knowledge of STDs. Uh, if you guys ever need a checkup, let her know. It's she's better than a doctor. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I don't really. 
care to listen to what uh, Gavin Newsom says anymore. I don't know if, if all of you guys are... Make some noise if you guys are like, like, yeah, he's the man. He deserves to be making rules. He is hot. But you know what would happen if we let hot people make rules? Uh, I don't know. There'd be a lot of fucked up rules. Or, excuse me. Um, a lot of messed up rules. I'm a door-to-door -door salesman. That's what I do for work. Uh, hold your applause. <laughs> I come to random people's doors, I knock on their door, and I try to sell them solar panels. Which, it, solar panels cost like $40,000. You'd think it'd be hard to sell something that costs the same amount as a car door to door. It's really not. It's super easy. <laughs> you just pretend like uh, you're there for a reason and they listen to you, right? You just go, hey, uh, just here to check out your smart meter. Uh, you don't know what that is. It's the electric box on the side of your house. Just here to see if you could be a local energy producer. And they're like, oh, okay, go ahead, check it out. And they go back and say, hey, you qualified. Guess what? You qualified to buy solar panels. <laughs> You're among the select few, everybody on this block. You're all, you all qualified. Um, yeah. The other, I work in a pretty low-income neighborhood, which is a problem because I look like I also work for ICE. Uh, so I knocked on this door, this guy's door, and his son answered. He was like eight years old. And I was like, hey, are any of your parents home? Uh, he's like, okay, I'm going to, he went around the corner. And he's, he's, I could hear him talking to his dad. And he's like, yeah, it looks like, like a rich guy is here <laughs> to, to talk to you. And I was like, man, I wish. Um, I wish. And the guy came to the door. And he was so relieved to find out that I was just trying to sell him something. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. How are you guys doing? Are you guys you guys planning on staying in your houses for the next 100 days? Any of you? No? Yeah. You know who doesn't care about COVID? Gay people. <laughs> Gay people don't care about COVID. You know why? Because their parents are already dead to them. You know? <laughs> they are not worried about... <laughs> they're not wor worried about killing old people because old people like wish they were dead. So... <laughs> You don't get to like vote against gay marriage and then be like, hold on, you guys don't get to spread diseases because it threatens us, you know? That's, <laughs> you could go into the Castro, it's like nothing changed. <laughs> like they're walking around just maskless. <laughs> I don't know. I'm with it though, I'm with it. I like, there have been a lot of different times in my life when I wished I was gay, now is one of them. Uh, but I feel like you could just act like it and it, it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't make a huge difference. Um, I don't know. I don't really fit in, but yeah. Um, what about guns? What do you guys think about guns? We're probably all gonna have to get them soon, right? Like, the world is collapsing. This is the right time to buy, I think. <laughs> Walmart's on sale. Um, I don't know. I think like I was very against guns for a while. I grew up in California. I'm a very liberal guy. And then I went to Nevada and I went to a gun range and I fired a gun and wow is it fun. It is, you feel powerful, you know? Like you really feel America coursing through your veins when you let that, uh, the bullet go. And I, you know, I just think like, like obviously we can't get rid of all of the guns in America, right? So why not just give everyone one, you know, make it equal. I think like a lot of people in California talk a lot of crap about like the southern states, right? Like here we're always like, oh, they're voting against their interests or whatever. And they hate us too. 
And people are like, oh, there's going to be a civil war, you know, like the right is going to fight the left. And I think there would be if, like, we lived near enough to each other, <laughs> you know? Like, we hate them, but they live, like, a two-day car ride away. <laughs> Nobody's going to drive that far just to start an insurrection, um, you know? Like, if it was convenient, yeah, sure, we would rise up. But there, I think that we've seen, I mean, like, I also think we're lucky that Alabama's pretty far away from us because let's be real, like we have more people in California, but Alabama would run through us like a knife through butter, you know? We have very little like defense training here, you know? We would try to like like talk to that, like we'd be like, oh, you're in violation of whatever. And they'd be like, we don't care, we were in Iraq, you know? <laughs> we, we fought that war for you. I don't remember, I don't know if you remember, but I don't know. Biden's in office now. People on the left are really happy about that. And then he, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but his entire cabinet, they're just Republican warmongers. Like, that's a fun thing that we all get to experience now. I wonder what the next country will invade is for, you know? It'll, it probably won't be for oil. It'll probably be for, like, whatever the next thing is, right? Like, uh, air, you know? <laughs> like, like, they've got some great air in Saudi Arabia. We've got to make sure that the terrorists don't, don't corner the market on air, you know, because we're running out of it and America needs it to to build our factories, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just cynical. I'm cynical about, uh, I, like, do we? Do you guys think that we're the good guys? Do you think America are the good guys? <laughs> no. no, we're definitely not. Like, <laughs> it's tough. Like, I'm sure the Roman Empire thought they were the good guys when they were murdering the Gauls. But uh, I don't know. We're definitely cool. Like America is like we're we've, we're the biggest dick around here. You know that's sort of the thing that we have going for us. But that uh, I don't know. This is depressing. Um, <laughs> this is depressing. I don't know. What do you get? Like, why are you guys here? Like, <laughs> y'all are not supposed to be here. I don't know if you heard about that. This is it, like, I, I'm bipolar, I'm mentally unstable, and, like, this is what stand-up comedy is now, right? Like, we yell at people on the street, and everyone was like, everyone was like, oh, this is so much worse. And I'm like, well, as a crazy person, I feel pretty at home, just, <laughs> just shouting at strangers as they pass by on the sidewalk, you know? <laughs> One of the main things is we, one of the main things we've been doing is we set up a mic in Merritt Lake over in Oakland, and uh, we've just been shouting at strangers as we do. And uh, I thought when we started doing that, I was like three, three days tops before we get, before, <laughs> before the cops get called on us, you know what I mean? And it's been like four consecutive months of doing that every day. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. The days blur together, and we're still doing it. So I guess it's just legal, you know? <laughs> I guess it might be legal. Or maybe the cops just don't care anymore. I hope that's the case. I don't know. Yeah. I think that, I just think, like, like I think society is going to collapse. I think, do you got, how many of you guys think that society is going to collapse? Like, if you think, yeah. But I think that's a good thing, you know? <laughs> I think that this is this society that we've built is 
based on this whole idea of like we need all we need people to tell us what to do and it's like i'm ready to roast meat on the hood of a car that doesn't work anymore you know i'm ready to like run around in my underwear and kill deer that are running down geary like that's that's let's try that out you know at least it'll be better than what we were doing before you know so all right i'm jack good night guys What gorgeous alliteration, Gear on Deer on Geary Street. Damn, Jack Ferguson, everyone, yay! Deer on Geary Street, yes. Oh, I was gonna say, because he was talking about guns. Do you know why Californians can't have guns? Because they're always triggered. <laughs> Californians constantly triggered. Trigger warning, what? <laughs> I've always been a loose cannon. Like, I actually, okay, so I'm old, I'm old lady. But in my early 30s, like, my dream was to be on Survivor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And um, so this is, this is a real quick story. I actually made it to the second round of Martha Stewart's The Apprentice twice. Okay, so remember the first season when it was a pile of dog shit? And they were like, so when I went in for the second round and I got to the second round of the second round, they're like, well, if we get it back, obviously we'll put you on. Where were you on the last one? And I was like, I'm not the casting director. You're the ones that messed up on that one, bro. I was here. I, I did. I even baked bread. So they called me back from my first one. I made this really great video. I used to be a visual merchandiser at Ethan Allen, whatever. And uh, I was like, I'm gonna, I was like, I'm gonna be on Martha Stewart's The Apprentice, haha. <laughs> and I filmed myself in Ethan Allen by like a, sort of selfies before there were selfies. It was before. This is before like smartphones. This is like a real camera, and we really did it. And um, and then I got chosen, and I had to go up to L.A. And I read this thing about Martha that whenever she's nervous, she bakes. So I. I made bread the night before and I let it rise overnight and then I woke up really early in the morning and I baked them so they were hot and fresh and I got in and I went for my interview and I gave them all fresh sticky buns and they were like you're insane and I'm like Martha bakes when she's nervous too and then I did I did my thing and they took a Polaroid of me which means that they're considering you but I, I just wasn't pretty enough I guess but I was like I was a loose cannon I was like I will cry she's like women in business don't cry my dear I will cry I would if I met Martha Stewart I would run up to her and knee slide and be like I love you I've actually she's the only like I'm not a lesbian or anything and it's fine like whatever you want to do but I've just never like imagined licking twat except Martha's right like like, I want to bake bread out of her vaginal yeast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to make... Why is she not making millions of dollars? I would eat her bread right now. Like, I have dreams about her and Clydesdales and her chin-chin and papa. Her dogs are dead now, but I know their names. Okay. I have a thing. I actually want to get a Martha Stewart tattoo on my arm that looks like, but it looks like the old, remember the one with the Barack and it was in red and blue and it was like, hope, right? But I want hers to say like, a good thing. <laughs> and then her face on my arm, because maybe she'll talk to me then at some point. I would, 
I would eat her fingernails. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> I love me some Martha Stewart. Your next comedian, he's from out of town. And he texted me, and we're going to uh, enjoy his comedy. Put your hands together, everybody, for Isaiah Castillo. Yay! All right, guys, obviously I'm really bad at sex. Obviously I have problems, all right, in the bedroom. I think we all declared that right there. What's up, guys? Uh, I used to work at a drive through liquor store. I don't know if you guys knew this. When we see a liquor store, we see liquor store. But when a tweaker sees liquor store, it sees let's live here for three months. So I speak fluent tweaked. I know language. One time I was in the street, I saw this tweaker, and he was just like, fixated on this pole like something's going on. I get a little closer and I hear, wait, wait, wait. So I go, hey, you know those people inside those poles, right? <laughs> and he goes, I knew it. <laughs> I was like, I know you did. I know you did. Uh, like all these commercials are pretending like they care about COVID. I was watching Toyota commercials like, oh, we're here for you in these times of struggle, in these times of need. So right now, Get 0% EPR on the new Toyota Tundra. <laughs> the ultimate truck for the end of the world. <laughs> those helpful Honda people, those guys are making a difference, though. I was listening to the commercial. Some guy was like, you know what? I'm like 29 years old. I've been single for years. I haven't touched a woman. The helpful Honda people are like, you know what? We're going to pay for a hooker to come to your place right now. You're going to be fine. You're gonna be, it's going to be a good time. You know, they did the same thing with the Black Lives Matter movie, right? They made Jake from State Farm black. Like, that's just going to solve racism. If anyone needs a brand change, it's KFC. I think we all know Colonel Sanders has said the N-word. <laughs> Pretty has sexual allegations, too. Yeah, Wendy was like, he touched my ass and said it felt finger-licking good. <laughs> it's a true story. You guys remember when YouTube put all the music on your phone? You're like, uh, thanks? <laughs> I was, like, looking into it, and, like, when YouTube, uh, when Apple was giving the music to Russia, Russia denied it because it would put gay thoughts into Russia. The most Russian shit ever. Because remember, like, the cover was, like, two dudes hurt holding each other, like, shirtless? And I looked into it. It's, like, the father holding on the innocent child, and they were trying to explain that to Russia. And Russia was like, no, no, no. In Russia, father never touched son. <laughs> father touched son once. When son loses virginity, father shakes son hand. <laughs> it's a true story. But then it made me realize, like, it's, uh, I, I, when I was looking at this, I realized, oh, it's illegal to be gay in Russia, which is the gayest thing I've ever heard. Because, you know, some guy in the mob, and you know, just wants to go to the club and with a vodka cranberry. Like, oh, this is my song, bitch. Yes. <laughs> Poker face. I'm in the mafia. Mama mafia. <laughs> I feel like breweries try so hard to act like they're not trying hard. I was at a brewery. I'm sitting on this barrel. Drinking out of a mason jar. The menu's on a plaque of wood. 
want to go up to the owner and say, hey, is this a bar or a farm? I feel like the same guy who's on every brewery, all of a sudden, every Urban Outfitters. The guy just came, he's like, you know what? We got to put wood everywhere. It's got to go everywhere in the ceiling. Manager's like, oh, yeah, just put that in. Oh, no, no, no. Take that ceiling out. I want to see rusted pipes up there. I want to see the AC unit right there, dude. You got to have a certain look to be an interior designer, you know, the scarf and the, and the glasses and stuff, you know. Like, imagine if a cholo was an interior designer. Like, hey, fool, you want some respect around the barrio? You got to take this living room to the next level, homie. <laughs> this lame-ass carpet you got right there, fool. I'm going to start calling you Lacky Tacky, homie. <laughs> That lame-ass couch right there, fool. We get the homies, bring you in a new one. Right when you sleep on it, sleepy fool, homie. I love Cholos, dude. They got the best sense of humor. They're just hilarious, hilarious people. Uh, I watched Fools Gone Wild for hours on end. Love that stuff, man. Like one time I was on a Greyhound bus, sat by two Cholos. And one of them looks, about, like, he looks at the other. He's like, hey, fool. The other one kind of had hair like mine. He's like, your hair looks like an alpaca, homie. And the other one goes, yeah, I'm going to kill you, fool. <laughs> At the same exact time, I swear to God, they both go, ha-ha. <laughs> Best friends the rest of the trip. I was so confused. I was in Yosemite. I was camping. Um, my friends are really dumb, really, really weird, dumb people, you know. I'm dumb, too, but, like, it's weird because my friends are getting real jobs and shit. Like, my friend is uh, becoming a teacher, and I hear him on Zoom in the morning teaching children. And I'm like, dude, last night we just did mushrooms. <laughs> and talked about for two hours our Ratatouille is the best animated film of all time. It's a great movie. I love those movies like the Ratatouille and the Bee movie. They make you not want to uh, kill those creatures. But if one of those things is in my home, I don't care how good you could cook. <laughs> I don't care if that rat could cook meth. That's a sequel right there, Ratatouille, yeah. <laughs> it's all Breaking Bad shit, and Heisenberg just takes off his hat, and it's just Ratatouille, just going at it. Jesse's like, oh, yo, this rat, he, uh, he cooks good shit, yo. <laughs> it's a bomb. Mr. White, you got to hook him up, yo. Friends are, friends are dumb, man. I was in uh, Yosemite, I was camping, and, uh, I go by, uh, uh, me and my friend are walking, and, and we go by these bear trash cans. He goes, you know what? You know, you should put bear trash cans in L.A. I'm like, why Why would we do that, Tim? And they're like, oh, you know, so people don't litter. Like, first of all, there are bears in L.A., but those bears are in West Hollywood, and they would never harm me. <laughs> and later that night, we're smoking weed at the campfire, and some ranger comes in. And the joint just happens to be right in Tim's hand. He goes, uh, <laughs> you know that uh, you're on federal land, which means that's illegal. <laughs> and then Tim's like, oh, oh, didn't know that. So then he's on his way to go write us tickets for the marijuana. And then you know how when you try to butter up a cop, you know, make him feel better? He goes, yeah, they should put bear trash cans in L.A., huh? <laughs> and the cop was like, why the hell would they do that? And he's like, ah, oh, just a thought. And that guy wants to be a lawyer, dude. So I'm afraid that he's going to be a lawyer, and then he's going to let in the office, and then I'm going to see him on TV. He's going to be like, I will put bear trash cans in L.A. I will do it. I grew up Catholic because I'm Mexican. 
And uh, I know my ethnicity looks like it's a uh, half Uber driver, half liquor store owner, but I'm half Mexican, half Ecuadorian, but I look like I've repaired your iPhone a couple times. I get harassed at the airport, I'm not even Middle Eastern, that's like double racism. But anyways, yeah, I grew up Catholic, and uh, someone told me, hey, Catholic church, kind of culty. I was like, yeah, couldn't agree more. Christian church, culty too, it's just less obvious, you know, like Catholic church, you know, this guy's wearing a robe, everyone's calling him father. Christian church, this guy's wearing jeans, everyone's calling him Jerry, giving him high fives. Catholic church, you never touched father. Father touched you. Well, you never touched father. But yeah, man, Catholic Church, you know, um, it's uh, I mean, Christian Church, that's culty because you gotta get tricked into it, like a cult, you know? Like one time I was in middle school, these two girls, they got me. They're like, hey, come out, come hang out with us, there'll be games, there'll be fun. And, th and there was, I'm in my second pizza pizza, and some guy comes out, he's like, ah, you know who's a pretty cool guy? Jesus is a pretty cool guy, ah? Huh? I was like, oh, you amwayed me, dude, you scammed me into Christianity. What's the difference between that and some guy, hey, come over for dinner, come over for drinks, and halfway through, he's like, so, timeshares are pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Same shit, dude. I'm white as shit, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really white. Um, don't have a lick of white in me. I'm white, though. Like, you go to my fridge, it's, it's full of croy, full of croy. I love rock climbing. And, you know, I used to go to, you know, people say white people don't have culture. I used to go to Monster Truck Jam every year, guys. Nothing better than Trump to Angel Stadium, full of men having brograsms. You're not, nah, 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 that's culture, baby. What are you talking about? But uh, yeah, I'm visiting in the area, and um, I love you here, man. I love Bear. I'm thinking about leaving, um, moving here. Um, and rents are cheap. Yeah, I'm, I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> really cheap. Uh, but yeah, when my friends moved here, like my, my, my friend, he was here for three months. He comes back, he's just so bay, just so bay. Dude, he's like, you gotta try this uh, this hard kombucha, alcohol kombucha. I'm like, no, dude, I'm good. I'm gonna just drink beer. He's like, no, it's good for you. I'm like, exactly. Alcohol's not supposed to be good for you. You guys can't have anything regular here. Everything's gotta have like bull semen or raven milk in it. I love regular. I love Miller Lite. I drive a Honda Accord. Look at the way I dress. I dress like an old Navy mannequin. Regular is great. Thank you, guys. It's my time. Isaiah Castillo, everyone. Yay, all the way from L.A. Yay. You're from L.A., right? Uh, I thought so. Okay. <laughs> I pay attention. No, I'm sorry. I ain't so poor I can't pay attention. I am, I am on food stamps, though. Yesterday, we did a mic at Civic Center, and I gave free ice cream to all of the questionably housed. It was really fun. I was like, I'm going to give you ice cream if you listen to us do jokes. And they were like, okay. <laughs> But little did they know, I used Uncle Sam's money. Ha <laughs> ha I just had extra money on my food stamps, so. 20 bucks of ice cream. At, it was, I only dropped one on the ground. I was so sad, and I was like, oh, the birds. Cool. Uh, Isaiah, he's from L.A. That's great. I don't have any jokes about L.A., except that um, I think that Botox is an invisible face tattoo that lasts four months. <laughs> And that's what everyone in LA has. <laughs> and in San Francisco, we just have really bright lighting on our faces. So you can't see our gross wrinkles. Yay. Okay, our next comedian. Uh, oh, he's so funny and so weird and so fun. And um, Ernest, where are you? 
Oh, there you are. Hi. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Ernest Evangelista. Yay! Hey guys, how you guys doing? Cool. Did you uh did you guys go Black Friday shopping? No, me too. I did my Black Friday shopping doing the riots. That's how I got these shoes, Doug. Look how shiny, man. Hey guys. Uh damn, that's a cool car. I'm Asian. Okay, uh that needs a spoiler. Hey guys, what you guys doing? You guys had a good quarantine? Did you guys get any hobbies? Learn any hobbies? I have a hobby. My new hobby is uh, I've been writing a lot. Uh, I like to write gay fan fiction. Also, I'm a 9-11 conspiracy theorist. So, I decided to combine the two. How, you may ask? Imagine if all 19 hijackers were gay. How romantic would that be? You know, they're in the cockpit, and they're sweaty, and they're geared up, they're like, oh, I'm about to do a fuck I don't know what they're called, but... <laughs> nope, that's a... That's an Arabic name. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, they're in the cockpit. And he's like, I believe in the Quran, but I want to suck this guy's dick. I want to suck his, look at his beard. I want to suck his twin tower penis and shove it into my bloody Pentagon. It's really romantic. Should look it up on Amazon. Hey guys, so do you want to hear any good news? Yeah, good news. Since uh, this whole year, like uh, schools, they're on Zoom now. There haven't been any school shootings. Cause that would be weird. Like how you just go shoot yourself or your mom? Okay, never mind. I'm giving you guys ideas. Okay. But you guys always hear about like school shootings, right? These kids, they get bullied so much, they end up shooting up the school. But has anyone ever tried bullying these kids while they're shooting up the school? You know? Like when Billy throws a pipe bomb down the hallway and you yell at Billy, Hey Billy, you still throw like a girl! <laughs> or you're like hiding behind the classroom door and then Billy shoots a hole through it. And then you yell through the hole, Look Billy, this is the glory holy mom sucks dick through! <laughs> and you look fat in that trench coat, Billy! And you're going to die virgin. You're going to die virgin, Billy. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Billy, show me. And that was a swear. I'm sorry. Okay. Cool. I don't know. What's the worst part of a threesome? Sharing the condom. That didn't work. What's the worst part of a threesome? Sharing your girlfriend, right? Am I right, man? Okay. What's the best part of a threesome? Getting pegged by your girlfriend. <laughs> Who here likes butt stuff? Who here likes putting things that vibrate up your butt? Who here shoved the iPhone 11 up your butt? And try to get your friends to FaceTime you? 
That's what I call a booty call. <laughs> call me. This doesn't work on Tinder or Grinder or anything or Uber Eats. I don't know. Um, yeah, it doesn't work. Um, okay. Um, guys, who here has taken a COVID test? I did too. I test positive for cocaine. <laughs> it's good. It's bad. It's good too. Because we get to wear masks, and you can't tell how much cocaine is in my nose because of that. But, like, I stopped doing cocaine mainly because my son, he stopped selling me cocaine. It's too hot. It's too hot. Um, who here's gotten in trouble for cocaine before? Who here was doing cocaine outside Mutiny Radio, and then a security guard came up to me, and it was like, hey, man, stop doing that cocaine and i was like hey man shut your mouth you sound like a cop right now prove to me you're not a cop by doing this cocaine it turns out he was a cop and then i got arrested for cocaine possession you guys ever got arrested for cocaine possession and then you had to go to court but you're doing cocaine the other night and you need to wake up and you're like i should probably take this acid right now and wake up and then you go to court trip of balls on acid and you look at judge in the eye while your eyes twitching and you say please don't hurt me day and he's like no 30 days and then you go to jail for 30 days you guys ever been to jail for 30 days i liked it i miss it i learned a lot about myself in jail in jail i learned my worth as a man in jail i'm about worth uh two packs of cigarettes a pair of honey buns that's my nickname in jail, Honey Buns. <laughs> and I was really popular, mainly because I got to sneak phones up my butt. Okay, give it up for Pam, y'all. Stay safe. Ernest Evangelista, everyone. Hooray! People going potty. That happens here. Anybody super sad about the lockdown thing that's going to happen? <laughs> I know, I know. This is, so this is the 44th show we've done outside since the beginning of COVID. I know, the 44th show. And uh, even when it wasn't, we weren't supposed to, the neighbors were like, why don't you do this? And I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> but next, we can't anymore because I actually got a permit from the city, so now the city knows I'm here. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. So next week we're not going to. So we all get to take a break for Christmas. I hope everyone learns how to knit. <laughs> Does everyone? I bake bread, like, every day anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. I just need to go to buy some more yeast before it disappears. Although, I, I really, this was a thing I... You know, I sometimes I smoke so much pot, I think I'm a genius. And I'm like, what if Fitbit and, like, Easy Bake Oven got together and they made inside my body, like, a, ti like, like a tiny little oven in my twat, right? Like, um, but so, like, when I walk, it needs the dough, right? Like, so first it, <laughs> like, it uses my own yeast, right? And then, like, as I walk, it not only counts my steps, because it's a Fitbit, I mean, duh, but it, like, needs the dough. And then... When I'm on the bus, I can just, bing, like, popping fresh dough, baby. Like, who doesn't like the smell of fresh baked buns all the time? These are sweet buns. Um, this is a jar. And it's so funny because it's, it's actually, like, a jar that people use for AA. <laughs> that I, I repurposed it <laughs> and made it for 
tips for here. So feel free to put money in the bucket if you think this is funny. And before we all close down for three weeks and all the time, we're going to die. We're not going to die. We're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. So here's what I'm going to do. Because I'm an insane person and I need stage time and I have these portable PAs. I'm going back to the lines at Trader Joe's. <laughs> oh, they're locking us down. That means the lines are long at Gus's over there. Oh, yeah, you're lined up against 17th against that wall. My little thing can reverberate just fine. I'm going to tell people <laughs> jokes in line. Also, the, yeah, the Trader Joe's at the top of... Uh, California in the Knob Hill. Oh, yeah. There's a wall there, too, and then the sound reverberates. I gotta do it. Stage time. I'm crazy. All right. Hey, everyone. Socially distanced is super fun. Uh, I have I have real I have real jokes. Uh, someone earlier was talking about being a Christian. Are any of you all Christian people? Have you been? Well, obviously, Catholic. Yes, 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 yes. So I was actually a cheerleader for Christ. Okay, and I need, I need your help for a second, okay? Give me a K! Yeah. Give me an I! I. Give me an L. L! Give me an L. L! Who do the Jews kill? Jesus! Put those nails in my hands, we'll all go to the promised land. Yay! Yay! We all get 12 mansions in heaven, yay! The only thing that sucked about being a Christian cheerleader is that the skirts were really long, which are not sexy, uh, and then my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity. <laughs> so, not sexy. Crazy stuff. My favorite Bible verse is actually Leviticus 20:12, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. <laughs> I love to be stoned. <laughs> Also, my ex-father-in-law looked a lot like Barack Obama. He's so hot. He's such a hot dude. What? <laughs> mm. A lot of comics say they don't want to, like, get with me because I give off a serious mom vibe. And I'm like, what about a stepmom vibe? Because <laughs> like, I heard about those new tropes, you know? Honestly, anyone under here under 25? Because... I could date your dad. Like, can I do, yeah, can, is your, how's your mom and dad's relationship? Can I be, like, I could be the puzzle piece that could be so much fun. Uh, don't you want to party with your stepmom? Yeah. Oh. Party with the stepmom. I don't, I, I've just been wondering about porn a lot because I think, like, are the actresses in porn real stepmoms? Or just really good actresses? <laughs> Are they just so talented? That, is that what's happening? I do, I, I, I enjoy, I en I enjoy uh, younger men. And I, I don't want them to have an Oedipal complex. I want them to have an edible complex. I make really good pot food. That's what I'm saying. Just have an edible complex. It's going to be fine. I'll feed you. You'll be high. You g if you get high enough, you can't see my wrinkles. Yay! <laughs> Sorry. I'm so... It's hard getting old. Are you? Do you feel it? Are you feeling old? You're too young to feel old. No, there. Yeah, I know exactly. So when I was 25, I got married, and I thought I was so old. I'm like, I'm the oldest one of my friends getting married. I'm so old. I'm 25. I was a baby. Just, it's just the 90s were terrible. Did you know that? 
I actually, I enjoy watching 90s movies. I play this game, and I think you should play it too. You watch a 90s movie, and you count how many seconds before they say a misogynistic or homophobic thing. It's like 30 seconds every time. It's like not even, every single movie just starts with like, women are gross, or like, gay sex is weird. It's like, <laughs> why do we care about, okay, cool. I don't just I'm 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 riffing it's terrible uh, there's <laughs> I'll do I'll do more actual jokes about Jesus do you like Jesus does anyone like love Je like I had to love Jesus because I wasn't allowed to have an invisible friend as a child do you have an invisible friend hi hi do you have an invisible friend no you don't I wanted to have an invisible friend I wanted to have an enormous cat I wanted to have a four-foot-tall cat be my invisible friend. And my parents said, no, you cannot have an invisible friend, but what you can have is a 33-year-old man to sit at your bed and hold your hand, and his name was Jesus. <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't have an invisible friend who was a cat, but I could hang out with a 33-year-old man, hold his hand, and tell him all about boys. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. No, he really messed me up. I feel like every single relationship I've ever had has been messed up by Disney and Jesus because the, there's the <laughs> impossible standards, but only for women. Like, guys don't have to do anything <laughs> ever. All they have to do is show up. Is that what Prince Charming does every time? He just shows up and everything's great. But the woman has to do all the work. Really? Yes, is that what we're doing? And my nails have to look pretty too, please. I've been asleep for a hundred years, all right? And all he has to do is show up. Cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a feminist, I'm sorry. It's so rough. I, I don't want to call myself a feminist, uh, but I have to because language is political. I'd rather call myself a cunt face because it's more, well, no, it's like more accurate, <laughs> really. But I have to call myself a feminist because, like, what else do I call myself? A, a, a huge man. A person. Right? A female. Mm. We are all people. And I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a people, and girls have a vagina. So I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. There is no men in feminism. Is it, do you guys have to take out your phones? Do you know how to spell? I'm sorry, people under 30 don't know how to spell anymore. Get out your phone, get your T9. I'm sorry, feminism is spelled with an I. I'm a feminist. <laughs> sorry. Am I being too heavy-handed with my feminism? I know that's weird. You know where the word heavy-handed comes from? Because when you used to beat your wife, you didn't want to use a heavy hand because you didn't want to leave a mark. You know what I mean? <gasps> Rule of thumb, baby. Don't beat your wife with anything thicker than your thumb. <laughs> but all these cliches, they come from somewhere, right? Like, uh, you know, I, I, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Who is skinning cats? Why are you doing that? Stop it! <laughs> it's not okay. So, but I don't want to be a feminist, but the words are political. Like, uh, when we become women, what do we do? Men straight. <laughs> Men straight. It's the one thing they can literally never do, and they put their name all over it. <laughs> so, 
menstruate. And they think it's gross. Ha 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 so gross, menstruate! And when you have sex for the first time, what do you break? Hymen, hymen! Hi, men. Hi. I can have sex with all of you now. Hi, men. Like the one I do understand because I'm going through it right now is menopause. Men are not pausing on me anymore. They're like, she is old. (laughs) I get it. The one feminine prefix they give us. What do they give us? What do they give us? Herpes. Herpes. That's what we get. We get herpes. Thank you. Yeah, language is political, friends. (laughs) that's not mark neuer it's jay hey i know he's like mark he's like he's like mark neuer if he had money (laughs) inside baseball for the comedians all right um i uh i mean i could there's i we're we're i guess we're pretty much there i thought there was one more comedian but they sort of disappeared so um they well, but you're not like a comedian. You've never done stand-up before. I'm sorry. He's my friend, but he's a friend from not comedy, like from real life. And but he's never actually done comedy before. So it's like I can't, like I can't just like relinquish the mind because I've never seen you do comedy before. I've heard you talk at parties, and it's super fun and it's great. But like I just ah, you know, like, like, watch me, watch me backpedal my way out of this one. Dig the grave and then jump in six feet apart, six feet, six feet distance. If you're dead, you're six feet underground. That's the distance we need, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want anyone to die. It's terrible. Uh, okay, I'm going to leave you guys with one more joke. Or will you, if, if Josh Kahn wants to regale the people with some songs. All right, here he goes. Yeah, so uh, Josh Kahn's going to regale you with some songs because... The other comedian that walked by is a coward and didn't come back. Uh, but thank you all for being here. Uh, there's a money jar up there. You can put money in there. That's amazing to us. Uh, you're, ne- you're next to me. He's going to play songs. Josh Kahn, yay! Woo! Pam, uh, what does regale mean? I, if I have to do that to everybody here, I should know what it is. My vocabulary is, is horrible. Thanks, you guys. So the holiday season is upon us. The lockdown is upon us. And uh, you guys know that song White Christmas was written by a Jewish guy, right? Irving Berlin wrote the song White Christmas. It's just not very cool to be white these days. So I just, I, I was just thinking about this before. I just rewrote it. It'll go like, I'm dreaming of an Aryan Christmas, the kind with no blacks and free blow. Something like that. So just like Irving Berlin, shame on you, sir. Don't do not do that. Okay. Any uh, Rick and Morty fans here? Yay! Rick and Morty fans? I haven't tried this one in a while. So this is my song about my favorite movie trilogy of all time, the Back to the Future trilogy. Can I, can I, can I hear it? Can I hear it from Michael J? He is an American treasure. So here's my song about the Back to the Future trilogy. And I actually co-wrote it with the members of Chumbawamba. So the song goes like this. I met Doc Brown, and I go back in time. I turn the flux capacitor on. I met Doc Brown, and I go back in time, and I almost kissed my mom. 21 gigawatts. 1.21 gigawatts. 
gigawatts. You fight Biff Tannen, you fight Griff Tannen. You fight Buford Tannen, you meet Old Man Tannen. You get a lightning bolt that takes you to the past time. You get plutonium that takes you to the present time.